Welcome back to the Captain's Run. Now, we're going to talk origin, but a bit of a, a, a sidestep from the preview and talk about some chat around potential origin games being moved. So the schedule, uh, you know, this debate has raged. Should the schedule be changed? Debate has continued to rage over the last few weeks of origin schedule should be changed. Blake Solly, Wayne Bennett, Nick Politis, Panther CEO, Brian Fletcher, and Frank Panisi have all suggested the schedule should be changed due to the rise of injury and impact on clubs. The burning questions. Would you like to see origin schedule changed? If so, what is the best way to change it? And also, Wayne Bennett has also proposed taking one game of origin to New Zealand. What do you reckon, Smithy? Oh, well, I guess the argument there with, with taking a game to New Zealand can be would be, well, we already take one game to a neutral venue, such as Adelaide, Melbourne, Perth. So why not take it elsewhere? You know, take it to somewhere like New Zealand. Um, yeah, I don't know whether that's the right thing to do. It, it is. It's a, it's a game between two Australian states. So should it actually leave the country? Um, I'm, I, you know, I'm not too sure. And, and to be fair, you know, I could just toss out an opinion or a comment here, but I actually haven't really sat down and thought about this a whole heap. Mm. I, I do understand that there are some concerns from, um, you know, from some people at club level around the impact that state of origin does have on, um, you know, the respective clubs, you know, whether it be, you know, players returning, not being able to back up for their club on the weekend, picking up injuries um, throughout this origin period and suspension. So currently, you know, the Broncos have been hit quite hard. Um, you know, Tom, Tom Flegler picked up a, a foot injury, um, you know, so he's he's out for a few weeks. Reese Walsh, of course, suspension. But, you know, that, that was in a Broncos game. But, you know, it's it's all it's all happening. It seems to be happening through this state of origin period where you know these players are fatigued they're they're back they're, they're they're emotionally fatigued they're physically fatigued mentally fatigued so I, I do understand the call for a change in the scheduling now i've heard people say let's just play the, the competition out and let's play state of origin at the end of the year well the risk that you have at, at playing it at the end of the year i believe is that you know maybe players how many players will be available at the end of the year mm. if we play a state of origin series then? Because you run the risk of guys playing throughout the year. Maybe they're playing with, you know, um, you know, a busted shoulder, an issue with their knee or ankle or some part of their body that by the time you get to the end of the season, your club has already got you booked in for some sort of surgery or rest or maybe both to try and get you ready for the for the following season or for the upcoming preseason for the following year. Um, others have suggested maybe let's halt the competition middle of the year, get all the state of origin players involved and play it over, you know, three weeks. I'd say if there's any change to, you know, the current scheduling of state of origin, that would be, I guess, you know, the one that would be, easiest to do would be the mid-season representative period. Mate, I have, um, I've actually wanted this for quite a while. Mid-season, because I think it solves a whole bunch of problems. It solves clubs that are like, well, hang on a sec, we have to go into three games of the year or two games of the year without our origin players. How's that fair? And blah, blah, blah. But also, if you go, all right, three games in the middle of the year, three weeks in a row, first of all, the build-up and the hype in that that kind of essentially a month of, of footy would be incredible because you're just eyes on origin. But... Then you can add international competition 
You can also add uh, uh, NRLW competition as well. So you could have Tonga playing Samoa, Fiji, PNG, all of the islands, including other countries as well. And not only would it be exciting and the um, other countries would get more time to play footy, but it may solve the eligibility concern that we have that is creeping up on the game where players go, mm. you know, I'd rather play for Tonga than Queensland or Tonga than, Sam, uh, than New South Wales. And you go, yep, that's fair enough. You've got some games to play. Totally good. And then players get selected that, you know, would choose to play for New South Wales. And then it just gets completely taken out. of There's no gray area or anything like that. You get to choose what mm. means more to you and what you want to play more. Um, and so I actually think the three weeks in the middle of the year, it does gives our international game and countries like Samoa, Tonga, Fiji, PNG, way more opportunities to play rugby. And it gives them an opportunity to build something like origin for themselves that they have a say in, mm-hmm. that they can earn money from. They can start to build something and, and instead of having, you know, constantly changing, uh, schedules each year. Uh, I, I just think that three weeks in the middle of the year, then everyone wins. The fans still get what they want. And all the players that aren't don't make New South Wales, Queensland, uh, or the international teams, they go back and play New South Wales Q Cup. And that helps uh, bolster the New South Wales and Q Cup, which is an important part of rugby league. Well, that, they could even they could even take part in, say, like a, a Challenge Cup style competition can be. Mm. Um, like a three-week little Challenge Cup style competition that England plays. So that's, that's when... The top tier teams actually play teams from all the other competitions in in the lower grades. So, New South Wales Cup teams could be involved. Queensland Cup teams could be involved, and it's a short little mid-season sort of um, alternate competition that you're playing while this representative football is being played. Because as you said, there's only there's only you know minimal spots available for these representative sides. So there's not going to be every player in the, in the NRL involved. Mm. Um, and those guys that aren't involved in that rep stuff, they still need to be playing rugby league. Mm. It's, it's a three-week period. Like for any for anyone that, you know, stops playing for three weeks, it actually, it's, you know, you go backwards in, in you know, you sort of your performances and um, your skill level and all that sort of stuff. It doesn't seem like a long time, but three weeks out of the game without any, um, actual playing time, you know, you lose your timing in defence and yep. um, you can't the football and all that sort of stuff. So, as long as as long as there's can, as long as there's football available for everyone in that little three week rep period, if you want to call it that, in the middle of the year, I think it it, it might be a, a a really valid way forward and something that may may need to be discussed. Mm. Now, we've got a text here. Wednesday works. It's the three biggest games in all sports. No, we would keep it at Wednesday, bro. We would, you'd go Wednesday origin, and then you would go Friday, oh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, international fixtures. And so, mate, I just think that – I just, I just love the fact we've got this growing Polynesian uh, and Indigenous base of players. I just love the fact that they would get an opportunity to build something for themselves because they're such an important part of rugby league – and it doesn't take yep. anything away from origin. It gives them something where they can go, all right, we've got our own origin. Like, for example, Samoa versus Tonga, middle of the year, and it was built up like an origin, mate. Oh. It would be absolutely incredible. New Zealand versus Samoa, huge. New Zealand versus Tonga. It would be amazing. Huge. Um, mate, huge. Yeah, it'd be absolutely huge. And, like, it's it's really – it's hard, you know, it, it's hard to get um, the views of every single fan, right? Um, we're obviously – hearing opinions of, you know, some people that have been involved in the game for a long period of time, you know, guys like Wayne Bennett and Nick Politis, you know, Frank Panissi down at the Melbourne Storm as well, 
Um, they've been involved in the game a long time. And you can under, as I said, mate, you can understand why they're they're voicing these opinions is because they're they're thinking of their own clubs mm. and and the effect it has on on their clubs and the risk involved in in playing representative football you know throughout the season. The only concern I have with that is and and having spent twenty years in Melbourne, the AFL had something very similar to us with a state of origin concept, and it was it was a strong competition. Where all the all the best players played, all the elite players were involved, and it meant something to them until, until, the clubs mm. voiced their concerns over, um, you know, the risk to their players, and spoke about how well the players are our commodity. We pay them huge amounts of money to represent our club, and that's where the concept it actually died, Kempi. Yeah, wow. They they don't play state of origin a... anymore because of the concerns raised by clubs that slowly filtered through the playing group and state of origin died. It's what a lost opportunity. Like, the thing is, is I think that's short-sighted because our game, that is our crowning jewel and what separates us from AFL is that they, wish, right. they wish they had something like origin. So I, I totally get why clubs are thinking about themselves. As you said, you're totally right. They pay the bills. But I actually think they get that money back by our game being bigger and bigger each year with Origin. Like imagine mm. imagine if we lost Origin because clubs were just worried about themselves. That I actually think that they would lose. Like Obviously, Rugby League would continue, NRL would continue. But the, the benefit that they gain from like For example, if you've got players in your squad that maybe pick for Origin, the hyper, like there's more journalists at your at your training sessions. There's more questions being asked. Like it promotes your club as well as the game. So, mm. you know, I, I get where the clubs are coming from, but I think we've got to look yeah. long long sighted rather than short sighted as to what is yeah. the best for the game. Yeah, absolutely, mate. And and I think I think it'd be silly not to sit down and actually hear different opinions. And you know, like we can't just block it out and go, no, we're we're, we're moving forward, and this is the only way. Like there, there might be a better way, and, and other people might have you know different ideas on how we can move forward. So, Mike, you know, I just wanted to to put that little concern in there was because I've seen that happen yeah. in the other in in AFL is where the clubs got heavily involved in you know sort of managing players and saying, well, we first and foremost they represent us. Mm. You know, this other form of the game is is a representative game, and there's high risk involved in those those guys being involved in it and and wanting to change that format in some ways and and that's what happened mate it slowly crept through from the the club administrators the coaches voicing their concerns and then it went it sifted through the playing group and then all of a sudden the state of origin was done i'm I'm not saying it'll happen in our code Mm. i don't think it will but that's that was the slow demise of state of origin in in the afl Wow, what a missed opportunity. All right, we're going to head to a break. After the break, we've got plenty of text to get to, plus a bit of rugby league.